This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast. I'm Keith Caulfield, Senior Director of Charts at Billboard. And I'm Katie Atkinson, Billboard's Deputy Editor Digital. Hello, Katie. Hey, Keith. How are you? Great. You? I'm good. Okay. Yeah. That seems good. That's, I'm good. <laughs> I think that's good enough. It's a good thing. <laughs> Where have you gone? Good, good, oh, good, good, good. I was like, thing. where do you go with this? I don't know. It's just, it's just <laughs> vamping here. Um, as always, the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast is your one-stop shop for all things pop on Billboard's weekly charts. In addition, you can always count on a lively discussion about the latest pop news, fun chart stats and stories, new music and guest interviews with music stars and folks from the world of pop. Today on the show, we've got chart news about Post Malone's chart domination and a top 10 return on the Billboard Hot 100 for Ozzy Osbourne. Yes. Yes. Plus, in light of the new all-female team-up on the single Don't Call Me Angel by Ariana Grande, Miley Cyrus, and Lana Del Rey, we take a look at every top 40 charting single on the Hot 100 by at least three or more women. You might be surprised it's actually a pretty elite group. Slim pickings. But first, before we get started, if you enjoy the podcast, subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast provider so you won't miss an episode. And if you want to explore more podcasts from Billboard, visit billboard.com slash podcasts. Okay, let's do uh, the chart chat <laughs> or the chart clap. First up, Post Malone's new album, Hollywood's Bleeding, blasts in at number one on the Billboard 200 albums chart. Scoring the second biggest week of the year for any album, the biggest streaming week of the year for an album, and Posty's second number one. Hollywood's Bleeding begins with 489,000 equivalent album units earned in the, the, mm -hmm. the United States in the week ending September 12th, according to Nielsen Music. Now, the only bigger week in 2019 for an album was scored by... I'll give you no guesses. The <laughs> it was Taylor Swift. <laughs> yes, Taylor Swift. The debut week of Taylor Swift's Lover, which blew in a few weeks ago with 867,000 units. Further, Hollywood's Bleeding bows with 365.4 million, point million, mm -hmm. million on-demand audio streams earned for its songs in the tracking week, which is the biggest streaming week of the year for an album. Uh, and it beats out the debut frame of Ariana Grande's Thank You Next, which started with 307.1 million clicks. Uh, Post Malone got his first number one a little over a year ago with uh, his second full-length album, Beer Bongs and Bentleys. Uh, next up, staying with the Post Malone theme, over on the Hot 100 chart, 
where Lizzo's Truth Hurts actually stays at number one for a third week. But there's other news to talk about. (laughs) Um, Post Malone's all over the Hot 100, thanks to the release of his new album. And three of the album's songs are actually in the top ten this week. Goodbyes, featuring Young Thug, which actually climbs ten to three. Circles uh, goes seven to four. And there's a debut at number eight, Take What You Want, featuring... Ozzy Osbourne and Travis Scott. Now, I have to slightly interrupt. Okay. There are four Post Malone songs in the top ten. Oh, there are? Mm-hmm. I, uh, How did that. I screw that up? <laughs> I don't know. Um, we have Goodbyes, Circles, Take What You Want, and Sunflower rebounding 14 to 10. Well, that's why I missed it. Yeah, because so it's ex- old. Because it's old, and I stopped at Ozzy Osbourne. Yes. Well, so now go back to Ozzy, but just FYI, Sunflower. Thank you, Katie. There are four songs in the top ten from Post Malone this week, all from the album. Um, But back to Ozzy Osbourne. Um, And I I think actually Post Malone would be fine with me focusing on Ozzy Osbourne right now. Yes. Yeah. I think so, too. So seeing uh, Posty and Travis in the top ten is nothing new. Clearly, Post Malone has four songs in the top ten. But this is Ozzy's second top 10 ever after the number eight peaking power ballad close my eyes forever with lita ford back in 1989 now remarkably um ozzy rewrites the record for the the longest gap between top 10 hits as it's been 30 years and three months since close my eyes forever and take what you want ozzy beats the 30 year two month and one week gap that Dobie Gray logged between his original Drift Away in 1973 and the Uncle Cracker remake in 2003, in which Gray was featured on. Yes. Um, and Paul McCartney had 29 years between... So close. Yeah, between... Uh, I don't remember what the song was in the 80s, but it was four or five Spies seconds like that us. brought him back. Okay. I believe Spies Like Us, and it was four or five seconds with Kanye and Rihanna. Um, have you listened to Take What You Want yet, Katie? No. Oh, did I just put you on blast? It's it's fine. You did not put me on blast. I did hear circles for the first time today. So, <laughs> take what you want is great. <laughs> it is so good. I've I've played it at least like six or seven times in the past week. Okay, it's I'll listen great. to it after this. I'm like, it has to be a single. It has to be like a proper, real, like radio single. That would be awesome. That would be even better if Ozzy got like back on the radio. Can you imagine? That'd be amazing. Like pop radio. Love it. What the hell? <laughs> So, speaking of pop, yeah, in big pop news. Segwaying from pop star Ozzy Osbourne. To uh, a pop trio of, uh, of divas, Ariana elk. Grande, Miley Cyrus, and Lana Del Rey unveiled their new collaborative single, Don't Call Me Angel, from the upcoming Charlie's Angels film reboot on Friday. In the video, the women, sporting angel wings, of course, Naturally. glide through the expensive-looking clip where they engage in lots of secret agent-like activities. Miley beats up a guy. Ariana has a walkie-talkie. Lana <laughs> is Lana. Yeah. <laughs> Lana looks like she stepped out of a 60s spy film at all times. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, the track was produced by Elia and Max Martin and is the first taste of the upcoming Charlie's Angels soundtrack, which is fully executive produced by Grande, along with Elia Martin and Savan Kotecha. I always say his name wrong. Is it like Koteka? It could be Koteka. Oops, we're sorry. Savannah. He's awesome. He's he does He's amazing. So many As for the film, it is out in theaters on November fifteenth. So, what do we think of this song? Well, <laughs> Katie and I both have not told each other what we think of. The yeah, track. I think I I feel like I wanted more from yes. it. 
I wanted more, and I think part of that is because of what we're about to talk about in a moment, how there's a lot of, you know, when you have three big stars coming together who haven't worked together before um, in a song for a big movie, it just kind of seems like you immediately start thinking Lady Marmalade or like something like that where it's like, oh, this is going to be event. huge. An event single. And I'm not sure it approaches that. And um, I, yeah. I would agree mostly because I don't think it is special enough for the three women involved. Like, I um, think all three of them are very special pop stars and this does not rise to their like it, level. And it kind of feels like in some ways it's like three different parts of three different songs. Right. Cuz like Lana just sort of beams in from some other universe. Yeah, I've heard I've I saw some handwriting over the fact that she doesn't really have a proper verse. She kind of just does the she bridge. She does the bridge. It's she does like a, a very dreamy, breathy, dreamy bridge. Um, but the video, like I'm I'm glad they released the video at the same time because like, you know, seeing these three women together Helps it a lot more. is is the big deal. Yeah. And definitely like gives it more oomph. So it'll be a, it'll be the question is like whether it will get played on the radio without having the visual of these three next to it, you know? Yeah. Well, will it be independent women, like a la Destiny's Child, for the original Charlie's Angels reboot? We will see. I guess not quite a reboot. It was that was the first time it was in a film, but it was it was a reboot of the, the Charlie's t- Angels t- franchise, right? Um, yeah, anyway, in light of the fairly uncommon sight of an all female collaborative track with at least three fem- female performers, we thought we would take a look at every top forty charting single on the Hot 100 credited to three or more women and only women. Right. So- Sorry, Diddy. So what we mean is, um, like, what a man with, you know, salt and pepper featuring in Vogue, that doesn't count. So when we say women, what I really mean is, like, sort of, like, three individual female acts. Acts, that's a good word. So, you know, like, Dixie Chicks with Taylor Swift, sorry. Yes. I mean, I know there's four of you in total, but that's technically just two acts. Yes. Like, it would be a bigger deal if you had Dixie Chicks, salt and pepper, and what a man. Right. I mean, what a man. In Vogue. (laughs) What a man. The new group. (laughs) So, you know, songs that didn't make the cut because we have this specificity around it has to have been a top 40 hit on the Hot 100. Um, songs that didn't make it include um, Dolly Parton, Emmylou Harris, and Linda Ronstadt from their trio effort. They had a number one Hot Country Songs hit with To Know and Mr. Love Him. Um, that never made the top 40 on the Hot 100. I don't even think it made the Hot 100. Um, Brandy had a big remix of I Want to Be Down featuring MC Light, Yo-Yo, and Queen Latifah. But that remix wasn't credited on the Hot 100 chart, so it, that doesn't count. Um, and then, you know, something like maybe only I might remember. Uh, Ultranate Amber and Jocelyn Enriquez's cover of If You Could Read My Mind from the film 54. <laughs> starring, starring Ryan uh, Of course. Of course. Of I course. do remember that film. I just do not remember that song. Um, that track missed the top 40 and it peaked at number 52. So you get the idea. Don't you wish it peaked at number 54? Um, anyway. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> Okay, but perhaps surprisingly, there are, by our count, and, uh, you know, of course, you'll let us know if we miss something. Yeah. Just 10 songs credited to three or more women that have charted in the Hot 100 Top 40. And that's including a charity single that gets in on a technicality. Yeah. So 10 songs. 10. That's and an, it will likely be 11, 11 when uh, Don't Call Me Angel debuts um, next week. So let's just take this from the top and start with the earliest uh, trio or more lady team up that hit the top 40 and we'll work our way forward from that so the very first one we have on our list is back in 1996 brandy tamia gladys knight and shaka khan the song is missing you and it's from the film set it off 
Let's take a listen. So that Grammy-nominated track actually peaked at number 25 on the Hot 100 on September 28, 1996. Um, and it was recorded, as Katie said, for the movie Set It Off, which features an equally star-studded uh, lineup. Uh, it has Queen Latifah, Jada Pinkett-Smith, Vivica Fox, and Kimberly Elise. Um, the track did even better on the Hot R&B Hip Hop Songs chart, where it peaked at number 10. Um, Katie, do you remember this track? I did not. I had to, I had to give it a listen this morning. And it's more poppy than I think I remember at the time. But it's also slow, and yeah. obviously, I it's mean, it's called "Missing You." It's it's it made me think of like "I'll Be Missing You" or something like right. about somebody who had passed away. Right. And um, but yeah, I was not familiar with the song. I'm really sorry. Obviously, it was a hit, so I mean, a lot of other people were aware of it. So right. Well, just not me. Right. <laughs> um. Next up, uh, basically a year later, Little Kim. Uh, had a track called Not Tonight featuring Debrat, Left Eye, Missy Elliott, and Angie Martinez from another soundtrack, the soundtrack to Nothing to Lose. Uh, it peaked at number six on August 9th, 1997, and let's hear a little bit of the track. So Lil' Kim was joined by an all-star hip-hop team on this also Grammy-nominated track, which samples Cool in the Gang's Ladies' Night. That's how I would have remembered it. When I saw yeah. the, the title, Not Tonight, I was like, oh, I don't really remember this. Night. I was like, oh, it's the Ladies' Night song. You know, it's so <laughs> weird. Like, I was reading about this when I was doing the research for the track, and she originally had a song called Not Tonight on her album Hardcore that came out, like, a year before this. Mm. Totally different song. Mm. Wholly different. And it was her featuring Jermaine Dupree. And it was a song that had totally different lyrics. Didn't totally sample Ladies Night either? No. Oh, wow. So different. And then they have this new thing called Not Tonight. I'm like, well, just call it something new. They call it Ladies Night just for God's sake. Just call it Ladies sakes. Night. <laughs> the thing I think I remember the most about it was the very sort of colorful music video, like sort of set in a jungle, with like a dance floor, and a lot of sort of glistening men. And then hmm. uh, they performed on the VMAs that year, hmm. but the sound was really, really oh. bad. As I recall, but you know, it was also it was featured on the Nothing to Lose film soundtrack. That'll be a running theme here of soundtrack soundtrack songs. And um, as Angie Martinez raps in her like intro verse, she was like really new back then. A lot of people now think of her as like the Hot ninety seven DJ in New York, but back then she was was at the time as well. I don't know if it was the same or was concurrent or whether she got that job afterward. Well, Mm -hmm. yeah. Once again, Twitter, Twitter correct correct me. All right, next up we have Nicole featuring Missy Misdemeanor Elliot and Mocha. Make It Hot, which hit number five on August 1st, 1998. And here's a little sample of the tune. That ain't cool. Got what you want. Got what you need. And it's more Missy Elliott. More Missy. <laughs> Fun fact, this track actually features background vocals by Kelly Price, who goes uncredited as a lead artist, even though you hear her through the whole track. Yeah, I think like when you... You can't hide Kelly Price. No, you can't. <laughs> Kind of reminds me of when um, Nicki Minaj had Super Bass, mm. and um, are you th- wait Super Bass, or are you thinking of? I'm thinking of Super okay. Bass. You're like that's what I'm thinking of. Uh, when when um, Esther Dean oh sang backing vocals on that, it's like she sang like the chorus. I was thinking like, of Hey Mama with BB Rexa. Oh no, that was a to, whole like, other drama thing. <laughs> how Hey Mama was originally not credited to BB Rexa, yeah. and yeah. she sings like the chorus. Yeah. but I think Nicki is blended in there just yes. like on Super yes. Bass. Um, anyway. 
Uh, Make this it hot. song I very much remember, but I would not have at gunpoint been able to tell you that Nicole sang it. No, and it's like, <laughs> who's Mocha? It's like, well, Mocha did the intro rap verse. What you remember is the, I got what you want. Got what you want, got, got what, what you need. need. You remember that part, the yeah. Kelly Price part. Kelly, well, <laughs> the, the secret Kelly Price part. That, that, oh, well, speaking, that Nicole also sang as well. Speaking of Kelly Price, we should move on to our next song, which also features her. Um, Whitney Houston featuring Faith Evans and Kelly Price. Heartbreak Hotel, which went all the way to number two back in 1999. So here's a bit of that ultimate jam. So Houston linked up with Evans and Price, who got artist credit this time around, um, mm-hmm. on this smash Grammy-nominated single, uh, one of three top 10 Hot 100 hits from Houston's My Love Is Your Love album. Really, really great album. Uh, yes, and that this is a really great song. Yes, it's, it's, it's just like... It's like that smooth R&B jam, but at the same time, it's just like, ah, it's like the perfect... It's like the per- It was like the perfect song at the right time for yeah. Whitney. And this is such a glam video, too. Like, all three of the ladies mm. are just glammed. They're just, like, sparkling. Sparkling. <laughs> uh, speaking of sparkling, there's a whole lot of sparkle in the video for this track. Uh, Christina Aguilera, Lil' Kim, Maya, and Pink for Lady Marmalade uh, from the Moulin Rouge soundtrack and film. It hit number one on June 2nd. 2001. Voulez-vous écouter Lady Marmalade? Well, here you go. (laughs) The French Pop Shop Podcast. Uh, The Grammy Award winner was memorably used in the Baz Luhrmann film Moulin Rouge and is, of course, a cover of LaBelle's 1975 Hot 100 number one. I mean, what can we say about this song? Honestly, when you think of this topic... This is the song this, that you it's think the of. the first song you think of. Yeah, it's like this was, you know, maybe excluding Britney Spears, the biggest artists all mashed together at that time. You know what I mean? If they'd gotten Britney on there, that would have been really great. Next up, we have Keisha Cole featuring Missy Elliott and Lil' Kim. Missy Elliott again, and Lil' Kim again. Yeah, they these are friendly ladies. Friendly they ladies. like to collaborate. Yeah. Um, song is Let It Go, and it hit number seven back in 2007. So here is a snippet of Let It Go. So this Grammy-nominated track, hey, Grammy-nominated, uh, samples Juicy Fruit by m 2 Me, and man, is it great. Keisha Cole it's can so just good. sing the hell out of anything. It's so true. Give her a phone book. I'll be entranced. <laughs> I mean, her just, just it's just like, sang. Right now you can't see it, but my, my right hand There's is like waving sang in the air. arm waving sang, in the, in the air. <laughs> Um, I just love the track and like it's such a great sample and like the Lil' Kim, you know, bridge is fun and just the yeah, video it's is a fun. Great, it's a great song. Anyway, it's great. Next up is a weird one. <laughs> this is the weird thing that we're throwing in here that it doesn't quite count, but I'm going to let it count. It's the all-star charity single by Artist Stand Up to Cancer. That is the artist that it is billed to. But on the single cover art, it bills all the artists that are featured on the track. Which is an insane list of artists. Yeah, you want to list them off, Katie? Sure. Mariah Carey, Beyonce, Mary J. Blige, Rihanna, Fergie, Sheryl Crow, Melissa Etheridge, Natasha Bedingfield, Miley Cyrus, Leona Lewis, Carrie Underwood, Keisha Cole, Leanne Rimes, Ashanti, and Sierra. Now, the song is called Just Stand Up. It hit number 11 on September 20th, 2008, and here's a little bit of it. Don't give up. 
Okay, so the track was produced by Babyface and L.A. Reid, and it benefited the Stand Up to Cancer campaign, which supports collaborative cancer research programs. And um, the cavalcade of women take turns trading lines on the track, you know, much like you're familiar with if you know any charity single from the 80s. You know, everyone takes turns, you know, singing the different parts of the song. Um, and it's probably the only time that you'll find a song with Carrie Underwood, Melissa Etheridge, and Sierra all on the same track. I do not remember hearing the song back when it came out. Me and either. I don't know how I missed it when it, I mean, like, just start off with Mariah Carey and Beyonce are on the same track. Like, what? Yeah, what? <laughs> huh? What? <laughs> well, next up, we've got uh, Britney Spears featuring Nicki Minaj and Kesha on Till the World Ends, which hit number three on May 4th. 2011, and here's a little bit of it. Anyway, Britney, why they so jelly since you teamed up with me? Telling them I sign up, telling them I'm a picnic. Anyway, Burn Bridal, what's that? I don't know. So the track was already a hit uh, as a solo Spears song, but then a remix was delivered boasting guest turns from Minaj and Kesha. Thanks to the remix, the track vaulted to number three on the Hot 100, which is why the artist credit flipped to the version with Nikki and Kesha on it. Hmm, strange chart phenomena. Indeed. Uh, next up, Madonna featuring Nicki Minaj. Hey, it's her again. Mm-hmm. And MIA on Give Me All Your Lovin'. It hit number 10 on February 25th, 2012. And here's a little lovin'. So Madonna ushered in her MDNA album with this single, which got its first live performance at the 2012 Super Bowl halftime show with Minaj and MIA in tow. The single peaked at number 10 on the Hot 100, marking Madonna's 38th top 10 hit and her most recent top 10. See, you got to mention Madonna and you didn't even have to like, there wasn't... Didn't shoehorn her in. Yeah, didn't have to shoehorn... She's one of 10 of these very rare examples of lady collaborations. Yeah. So next up, I think, is the other one that you think of when you think of the like superstar lady team-ups, and that is Jessie J, Ariana Grande, and Nicki Minaj on Bang Bang. 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 Which was a number three hit back in 2014. And finally, a moment with Bang Bang. Bang So what's there to say about this super catchy, super fun song brought it's together? Great. Yeah, exactly. It brought together like the insane voices of Jesse J and Ariana, plus a really great catchy rap verse by Nikki. And, of course, the unforgettable VMA performance. <laughs> Unforgettable for lots of reasons. True. It was an amazing performance, and Nikki also had a, a casual wardrobe malfunction. As you know, know. one does. <laughs> but this is just a great song. Yeah. And it, I honestly don't understand why more like team-ups like that didn't happen like right after Bang Bang was such a big deal. I don't know. Yeah. It's hard to get these people together. You know. <laughs> so, Will, Don't Call Me Angel joined these previous teamings in the top 40 of the How 100. I mean, probably Keith, right. I guess. Come on. I don't know. It's just going to debut there. Like enough people just watch that video for it to debut in the top 40, right? I don't know. I guess maybe. I mean, I just did. Check in with me next week. <laughs> so stay tuned to billboard.com for that. And now it's time for the chart stat of the week. Who's going to drive you home tonight? So we're doing this a little differently this week. Um, we're hoping to pay tribute to the late Rick Ocasek in the chart stat of the week. As the frontman of the pioneering new wave rock band, The Cars, died on Sunday after being found unresponsive in his Manhattan townhouse. Uh, the Cars singer, rhythm guitarist, and primary songwriter was 75 years old. And the medical examiner has already announced that Ocasek died of heart disease and natural causes. Well, The Cars, of course, racked up many 
Hot 100 hits, including Just What I Needed and Shake It Up. But in this week, back in 1984, the band was riding high in the top 10 of the Billboard 200, dated September 15th with the album Heartbeat City, while the set's latest single, Drive, had just jumped into the top 10 on the Hot 100. Meanwhile, on September 14th, 1984, the group would take home the very first MTV Video of the Year award for You Might Think, you know, the video that had all the sort of computer effects back before computer effects were kind of a thing that happened Mm -hmm. in videos. Uh, And it beat out, wait for it, Cyndi Lauper's Girls Just Want to Have Fun, Herbie Hancock's Rocket, The Police's Every Breath You Take, and Michael Jackson's Thriller. Wow. Yeah. So there you have it. This week in 1984, the cars doubled up, hitting the top 10 on both the Billboard 200 and Hot 100. And also took home the very first VMA for video of the year. You might think I'm foolish. Maybe it's you might think I'm crazy. Alrighty. We are at the end of our lady laden show. Yes. Um, any parting words? Oh man. Um, I definitely want to go out on some cars, it feels like, now that we've been talking about the cars all day. And I feel like Let's Go is my jam. Let's go. See you guys next time. Bye. Let's go. I like the nightlife, baby. She says. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.